Welcome to the Masterful Coach Podcast with Molly Claire. If you're a coach who's ready to impact more lives, make more money, and create a life you love, you're in exactly the right place. Get the support you deserve as a female entrepreneur, master your coaching skills, grow your ideal business, and to honor your priorities in your personal life. Are you in? Let's get started with your host, best-selling author and master life and business coach, Molly Claire. Hey coach, today's podcast is awesome. It is about the limitless power of women. This episode originally aired a few months ago on the How to Become a Trauma-Informed Coach podcast hosted by Lindsay Pullman. She interviewed me and our conversation was so good because we're really helping each of you to understand, especially those of you that are women listening to this, how influential and powerful you are in societies, in the workplace, in families, everywhere you go. And what's interesting is the ways that you are most influential seem to be somewhat intangible, but wow, does it matter. So we're talking about that. We're also talking a little about money. And I actually share in this episode such a great story with regard to my daughter, who is now 13, and her beliefs about women and money. So stay tuned for that later in the episode. So before I air this, I want to make sure you all know if you have not yet set up your call for Master Coach training, we are closing enrollment literally today. So this is the very last call. Go to mollyclaire.com, snag a spot because we are finalizing enrollment. Master Coach Training 2024 is a holistic approach to coaching. I will be working with you on advanced and expanded uses of mindset work. We will also be talking about emotion-focused work, understanding trauma, the nervous system, grief, and dipping our toe into a lot of specialties. Lindsay Pullman, who is on the podcast today interviewing me, is one of the experts teaching in the program. So make sure if this piques your interest or if you've been on the fence, it is lastchancemollyclaire.com. Okay, coaches, one more thing I want to mention before we start the interview. Next week, it is American Thanksgiving. And as such, we are taking a little bit of time off in my business and the podcast will air on Monday. It is an awesome episode. I'm going to have Chris Jones on the podcast. She is a copywriter. She and I are joining forces for something so cool. And we're talking about it on Monday. So flag that episode Monday, the 20th. Chris and I are going to be talking with you about 2024 and how to make your year great. All right, let's dive in. All right, let's get started, everyone. We have the wonderful Molly Claire here today. Hello, Molly. Hey, Lindsay. Oh, I'm so good. I'm so happy to be here with you today. I love that you're here too. I was just on Molly's podcast a little bit ago. And so it's just fun that we get to have another excuse to hang out with each other again. (laughs) Yes, that's right. How are you doing today? What's been going on in your world? So good. Oh, gosh. I've just been, you know, it's as we're recording this, it's summer. And so I'm just getting the kids back into school and well, child, I'm so used to saying kids, right? I've just got one little one in school at the moment and just really helping my clients get back in the swing of business. So it's I love this time of year. I love the fall. It is kind of a fun time, too. And it's interesting because I'm in France. And so it's still summer's in full swing here. Mm -hmm. But everyone 
I'm in touch with in the States. They're all getting back into that that flow. But I'm also mm-hmm. looking forward to getting into back into that energetic flow as well. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. So real quick, why don't you tell us about you? For people who don't know you, yeah. Like, who are you? What do you do as a person, as a coach? Just whatever you want to share. Okay. Yeah. So I am uh I am a life and business coach for female coaches and entrepreneurs. I've been in the coaching industry almost a decade, which I can't believe. It's nine years. And I'm a master coach. And a lot of what I have spent a lot of my career doing is spending time in training coaches on their skills, helping coaches with building their businesses, of course, aside from my own business, but also really kind of the heart of the work that I do with my clients is helping them to really tune into who they are as a person so that they are building a business that supports their life and aligns with their values. So that's kind of the, at a high level, the overview of what I do. I have a a definitely a soft spot for women, for women navigating motherhood and balancing all of the things. So I just, I love all the many ways that I work with these, these women, these female entrepreneurs to make a difference in the world. So mm, I love that. And I feel like we could spend the entire episode just talking about what you said about helping people to tune into who they are as a person. Yes. Mm-hmm. And build everything around that. Yes. It's so much. And it's like just yesterday, I was talking with some of my coaches that are in my advanced training. And there's a client that I've worked with over the last several years. And even as we're diving into the work, she's sharing new insights, deeper connections with how this relates to who she is. It's like the work is never done, really, right? Mm -hmm. Being who we are and connecting with it and aligning more fully with it. So it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And it's really fun when you can hold space for all those different layers of evolution. Yes. Yes. That's always fun for me too. Like in my earlier coaching years, it's funny mm-hmm. to say that now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I could, my earlier coaching years when I would work with women specifically in betrayal trauma and things like that, it was very focused on, you know, cleaning up the trauma and, and getting everything kind of cleared and moved through. And then yeah. there's like switch yes. that every single one of my clients would get. And it would always be at different times of our our program or the program. Right. They'd be this switch where they would come on the call. And they'd be like, I want to do this. I want to go to nursing school. I want like they Mm -hmm. were just kind of thinking about the future and thinking about what they want. And it was just the coolest thing. And I would just get so giddy about it on the inside because I'm like, oh, my gosh, here it is. Yes. Like themselves and what they're wanting. And, And it's a big deal because there's been so much socialization and conditioning and even transgenerational trauma passed down around women denying themselves, denying what they need, being invisible, maintaining invisibility, but then simultaneously getting glorified for that. And so, yeah, we can feel safe enough to tune in and do this work. It's just, it's magical. It is. It's, It's a big deal. It is true. It's like you clear out all of that stuff, right? And then all of a sudden there's space to see who we are and what we want and and maybe even heaven forbid like allow us to want and desire and to actually go after things right 
Yeah. 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 And I really do think it's a big, I mean, I, this may be a tangent, but maybe not a big part of the healing that I think the world needs, that the earth needs, that yeah. humanity needs comes from women individually doing this work for themselves. Mm -hmm. Yes. They want to, you know? Yes. A hundred percent. Yes. Oh, so good. So I actually have never asked you this before, but how did you get into coaching? I know you've been at it for a while, but what was it that, how did you get into it? So coaching came into my life when I was trying pretty desperately to heal from chronic fatigue syndrome, actually. Mm. I am a very high energy person in general, and I got hit with chronic fatigue, found it a struggle to get out of bed, a struggle to walk my kids a few blocks to school. It was really devastating for me because it was just so different from who I was. And I had three little kids. I got chronic fatigue. I I was really working to get better from it. And then I, you know, found myself quite depressed and, and my marriage was struggling, had been struggling before and was struggling then. So I was kind of at this interesting place in my life where it felt like a bit of an internal crisis for me, for sure. Who was I without my energy? What was going on? And it was like everything I knew to like manage my life and create like well-being was seemed out of reach, if that makes sense. So I was just at a really challenging time. And my sister, who you happen to know and have, you know, worked with recently, Amy was was doing the coach certification program and needed to do some practice sessions with me. And I still remember, Lindsay, this 20-minute practice session that Amy did with me. And I remember I was walking on my back porch and I was on the phone with her. And I just remember like the wheels in my head turning as she did this work with me. And suddenly some really challenging experiences from my past, I was able to see them in a totally new way. And I just remember having this sense of, oh my gosh, this is a big deal. This is different than anything. I want to be a part of this. I know this is what I am meant to do. And not only personally, right, but I wanted to be a part of it in terms of helping others to have it. So that's kind of like the the beginning, beginning of how that all started. So mm, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah. Is it crazy to think like Molly a decade ago when you got into it and where you are now? Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like, it is crazy to me because, of course, a lot has happened since then. Right. And I ended up even starting my own training when I felt like, oh, the timing's not right. I still wasn't fully well. I had my kids, all this stuff. And I mm-hmm. see now that it was the best decision ever when I did it. And and just like we were just talking about, I look at the evolution of me personally and how different I was then. And it, it's just crazy. It, it seems just like a more than a lifetime ago. That's what I'll say. Yeah, like multiple so. lifetimes. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say, like, as you look over the last decade at the highlights? Oh, gosh. Like, if you were to thank yourself for giving yourself the gift of, Mm. you know, becoming a coach, like, what are the things that the highlights that you see, but also stuff you couldn't have even imagined? Oh, my gosh. Possible for you. Just you asking that question, I'm sitting here thinking, like, where do I begin? And I can't bore Lindsay's audience for five hours. (laughs) 
totally can. Right? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I won't. But I think that, I mean, the first thing that came to me when you asked that really goes back to what we were talking about is this beautiful experience that I have had. And I don't even know that I can say experience experiences that I have had over this decade of really reconnecting with who I actually am and knowing who I am at a level that that I didn't really know existed, something I didn't really even know was missing. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like, I got married young. I had kids. I was uh, pretty much a stay-at-home mom. And mind you, like when I think back, I always felt that I had a decent level of confidence. I felt like I had a good head on my shoulders. Like I was, you know, making decisions in my life. Like I didn't feel like, oh gosh, I'm a wreck or something. Like Mm -hmm. I was doing fine, (laughs) you know? But it's like, I think for me personally anyway, I think that I had to grow up pretty quickly. I was raised by a single mom and I, I say raised, but I mean, my mom was gone a lot. I was on my own a lot. I took a lot of responsibility early, right? It was kind of like I had to take care of my life and make things happen. And I think through that process, I learned a lot of great things and I built a lot of strengths. And I really missed out, I think, on some of my personal connection and development in that way. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Yeah. Yeah. And, And so I think for me, just over this decade, I mean, kind of some highlights is I did build my business and I built a six figure business. I scaled an online program to seven figures with my business partner who was my sister, right? For a few years. And that has all been tremendous growth for me just from the standpoint of believing that was possible for me. Like that seemed absurd to me a decade ago to even be a business owner, let alone to actually like have a viable business, you know? Yeah. And becoming a single mom and just kind of navigating the ups and downs and the challenges of building a business, of raising my kids, of helping them to be able to overcome the challenges that came with, you know, divorce and growing up and all of that. And I guess just to sum it all up, the gift to me is feeling through it all that every challenge that comes my way, everything that comes up is an opportunity for me to be stronger in who I am to have greater capacity and greater resilience. And that's a pretty big gift to be able to experience that, I think. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just sitting here kind of like with my mouth open, like just everything that you're saying. It's just, yeah, like incredible to hear. And, you know, you and I have never, we never talked about this before, Mm -hmm. but one thing that came to my mind as you were talking is like, you know, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts if you want to offer like the gift a woman can give herself by either knowing she can make money or uh-huh. making money. Yes. Okay. So I want to answer that. And can I put a pause on it and say one more thing about what I just shared? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Go for because, it. Because I think that you know, it's easy to hear someone and, and you know, this may be the first time some of your audiences has even heard of me. And it's easy to hear this 
amazing story, right? At a distance. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she was so low and she had these challenges. And then, you know, she built a business and she made money and she succeeded with her kids. And we just see these like beautiful and attractive and pretty shiny highlights. Mm-hmm. And I just want to mention that behind the scenes and along the way and inside of me, it did not feel just like a hero story, right? It very much all along the way feels, I think you can feel weak. You can feel challenged. It is hard. And so I just, I want to bring that up because if you are listening and you're struggling and you're feeling low and you're doubting yourself, it is not an indication of what is possible for you because we all feel that way, period. We all feel that way. Yeah, no, I love that. And thank you for sharing that because it crossed my mind as I asked, you know, about highlights, but it's also because I'm like, I don't know if I want to ask someone about their lowlights. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, and Lindsay, because... it's so important to bring that up. (laughs) So go ahead. It is. And there have been, there are a lot of lows, right? And and Lindsay, you've been privy to hearing some of those. I hire Lindsay and, you know, to work with you in this kind of hybrid version of your program. And I'm just sobbing. I'm pretty sure the first time we meet, right? And so that's kind of the reality behind the scenes of things is we're all experiencing that stuff, even when things in life are going well, right? That's kind of part of the deal. So, yeah. Yeah, I always, I was, I don't know who I was talking to, but we were talking to some of our French friends about a month ago and they were, they're like, oh, but it's easy for you and Danny because these are coaches, right? (laughs) And I was like, oh, being a coach doesn't absolve you of having a human experience, FYI. <laughs> no, it sure does not. It sure does not. Let's go back to what you were saying too. We could get into other stuff later. So mm. about women and money, the gift of giving yourself either just a oh, gosh, you can make money yes. or actually making money because it doesn't have to be the physical for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's a big deal. I think as women, we have so many kind of unique issues with money are we deserving of money? And and I think that kind of speaking to what you're saying, I think we can speak to knowing we can make money and actually earning money. And even if you're not the one that is physically doing the thing to make money, maybe you're, you know, in your marriage, maybe you are not the breadwinner at all. Even still, do women have that feeling of being deserving of that, right? Because there's that side of it too. But I think that I'll just speak for my experience that as I was building my business and I was going through my divorce, it became very clear to me that I had a belief pretty ingrained that I could not make as much money as a man. And I hated this belief, by the way, when I saw this. And this is a story that, you know, a lot of my clients know, but I saw this belief and I remember thinking, no, 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 this is not acceptable that this stays my belief. And so, you know, I set my sights on what I wanted to earn. And I think for me, as is the case with a lot of my clients, is just that journey of deciding we're going to believe something different about ourselves and money is an opportunity for us to grow as a woman and to build more confidence in ourselves and see that we can break through any barrier. I love that. And I mean, I have two little girls and and my husband's, we both say this, it's like, you know, we always want them to know that they can make enough, even if they aren't actually working, just that knowing, but actually doing it. Because I just see so many 
some people talk about like, and I don't, there's probably research to support this, but I also don't want to say it's research backed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't researched this out myself. So, but I just feel like there's something about a woman knowing that she can make it on her own. A hundred percent. Not being willing to put up with emotional abuse and different types of abuse in marriage and things like that. And so I, I would love to say that we live in this world where, you know, money is just a thought and it's not circumstantial, but there's so much stuff that's been passed down like transgenerationally with respect to money and survival and things like that, that yes, just makes sense for a lot of women right now that, or people that money is associated with survival. Absolutely. It is. And I, I mean, I remember that, I mean, there have been times when I have definitely had those, you know, nervous system, pretty big responses, pretty big fears around finances. And that definitely existed for me back in, you know, when I was going through my divorce and like for the first time. And and I, like I said, I had still some chronic fatigue syndrome and I was like, oh gosh, how am I going to do this financially? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's just, you know, some people might talk about like, oh, the world's getting worse because divorce rates are going up or things like that. But mm-hmm. I remember my husband saying this, you know, 10, 15 years ago before either of us even found coaching, but just being like, you know, at least there isn't as much of a stigma about like, at least women have more of a choice here versus like in other countries or things like that when it comes to it. And yeah, and I would never want, a you know, a woman to not feel like she can get out of a marriage for that reason, because of that belief system or whatever she's believed. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I see it also. It's like, it's like, because think about it, even if someone's going to stay in a marriage, it's it's not a very good reason to stay just because you need the money, right? To get out of it or to stay. So mm-hmm. I think that it's kind of like, yeah, I think knowing and having that certainty allows a woman to be a stronger partner in a marriage. And and I think it it really lends itself to her standing up for herself in powerful ways, whether that means actually the marriage improves or she leaves the marriage a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that standing up for yourself part, that component just helps you see more of like the true essence of the marriage anyway. Yes. Yes. Okay. I have the best story for you. Okay. Let's hear it. (laughs) So my daughter, who I just happen to adore, not that I'm biased or anything, but one day she said to me, she had this this little friend that we would go to choir together. I would drive them together. And she asked me one day, she said, mom, do you know what her mom does for a living? She said, because they have a lot of money. They're getting a pool and they have this car and they go on these trips. Her mom must make a lot of money. And then she paused for a minute and she said, or I guess it might be her dad. Do you know what he does? And let me tell you, Lindsay, being a woman who had so many thoughts about the possibility of how much I could make as a woman and raising my daughter as I was building my business and hearing that her first assumption was that this mom must be making gobs of money was like one of the best moments for me ever. That That is golden. (laughs) And it did happen in this case, actually, that that it was the dad and the mom was a stay-at-home mom and and wasn't contributing financially in that sense. But what an amazing thing that that was her first assumption, right? It doesn't really matter to yeah. me who's making the money in the relationship, but the fact that she's assuming this woman is a powerhouse 
was phenomenal. Well, and the truth is that she is a powerhouse because that husband, like, yes, like, I don't, I don't think homemakers realize like how much their contributions and relieve the mental load. Yeah. Relieve the mental load for their partners that are, that are raking it in, you know, seriously. And even contributing to the family system, because I think that And this is kind of what I was saying before about like, I think it's great when a woman feels capable of making money, but also feels so not just deserving of of money that's brought into the family, even if not at her hands directly, but really appreciating how she contributes to that result, to that financial result in the family, because it's a big deal. And I I just, in in a good, strong partnership, I don't think it matters whose hands are doing the work that is directly correlated to the money. Absolutely. Yeah. It's almost like I, the way that I will explain it to some people or the way that I think of it is like a big business, big organization. And one person happens to go out and do all the sales calls. Mm -hmm. Then you've got customer service. You've got the person making this, the person developing this, manufacturing this, blah, 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 blah. Right. And so it's Mm -hmm. like, of course, it all it works beautifully and it can work really beautifully when we can all appreciate the efforts of everyone contributing, right? And yep. not just the person who happens to make the sales calls and bring in, like technically bring in the cash. Like it doesn't mean Yeah, absolutely. People, it doesn't matter as much, you know. So. Absolutely. And I think that I think the problem is as women that we it's we just dismiss what we do so much, right? It's so easy for mm-hmm. us to minimize and dismiss how we contribute, hopefully we'll get better at that. Because I think as women, we do tremendous things to impact the world that are just not tangible. They're very hard to articulate. I remember reading, and I wish I had it in front of me and could be more clear and specific on this, but essentially it talked about how just the amount of invisible work that women do, invisible in that in the workplace, for example, like women are typically the ones who are, you know, building bridges and and checking in on on the people at work, on their quality of life. It's kind of those those components of things that are really meaningful in connections and relationships that you can't really articulate. Women are oftentimes the ones doing that work and it's invisible, but I mean, talk about important work in the world and in families yeah. and communities. Yeah, no, for reals. I totally, I see that. And I, I've seen so many different, I mean, some of it is reals, but I feel like I've seen articles that also say that to hire someone to do the work of a woman. Like, oh, gosh. The homemaker, it's over six figures a year. Oh, seriously. You have to hire cleaners and laundry people and blah, 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 blah. And some people might say that that's a little exorbitant or... Ex- exaggerative. And I absolutely don't think so. I think no, because the thing that's not even on that list are the really meaningful things that that woman is doing, mm. right? To care yeah. for human beings, <laughs> to like instill values in them, to yeah. to love them, to be for them emotionally. I mean, come on, you cannot put a price on it. And that's the most, that's the most meaningful work in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that nourishing and oh my gosh, yes, 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 yes. I love that you make a point to to mention that seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously Molly and I are big fans of <laughs> anyone, really, women and men. Like I would say yeah. with 
with men being willing to maybe, you know, leave the kind of the checkbox life of like providing in a certain way and like in, you know, in ways that come off as more masculine or things like that, being willing to open up to like, for men, you know, what their essence is, what they're meant to do, where they feel fuel and, you know, that like, Mm -hmm that easily sustainable fuel and passion. Um, mm-hmm. I just think with humanity, we're so broad and diverse that men or women, we all have our own unique gifts. And and it's as we learn, as we continually and collectively learn to access our individual brand, our individual mm-hmm. modalities and gifts that we have, like that's what's going to heal the world. That's what's going to help the world as an ecosystem work together when we all are willing yeah. to on that right yeah yep absolutely so that's so yes. awesome yeah well so yeah everyone molly mentioned this you know a few minutes ago but she's currently in my advanced relationship trauma certification for coaches and she's doing this hybrid version that i do for multi-six or seven-figure earners who are wanting to become trauma-informed as coaches to integrate that into their businesses and practices but also to have a little extra one-on-one support I don't know if extra is the right word, but to have one-on-one support to do the processing calls mm-hmm. one-on-one with me versus in group settings. I offer this for a lot of different reasons, but I would love to hear like what your, you know, before you started, what what were you noticing in your coaching or your personal life yeah. before you, you know, that kind of drew you towards this program? Yeah. So uh, my answer is probably going to be a little different than maybe what would be expected. I don't know, but I, you know, for me, as far as I've been coaching for a while and I definitely expanded the way I coach, the way I hold space. And in many ways, I feel like I, I just, I, I do feel I've created a really safe space, taken into account the nervous system, emotion work and all of that. I felt really solid. And, and so for me, I hadn't been like, oh, something is really missing. I need to, you know, get trauma certified. What I will say, and I think this is super important because I know a lot of people feel this way. I've heard this this from some of clients that have come to me too. I just felt drawn to you, Lindsay, when I I saw the work that you were doing. And so it wasn't like, oh, this is the thing I need or this is missing or I'm looking for this. But I was like, I feel I need to be a part of this. I'm not sure I can articulate it, but I know there are things here that I need. I feel called to it. And I think I even told you, Lindsay, when I started, I was like, it doesn't really make sense for me to be doing this right now. I don't feel like it's like really a need that I can articulate exactly. And it doesn't make sense in my budget, but I'm doing this anyway. And I know I need to. And so I mentioned that because if people are feeling that way, please don't ignore it. Right. I found that to be absolutely true. I think as I started the program, definitely it allowed me to I mean, just the amount of, because like I said, I feel like I already offer my clients a lot of tools and modalities and and I have a pretty broad spectrum of how I coach and teach. But this just, of course, infused more tools, more awareness, and there's just so much more to learn. I feel like as coaches, we've always just scratched the surface of what we can learn, right? Mm, Yeah. Yeah. And there's just different like, contextual layers of understanding that we acquire as we evolve in our careers where we're like, oh, this, like, and and just almost like as we learn more, we find 
ways to kind of adapt and integrate with our own style that works yes. you know, well for our clientele. Yes, yes. So I feel like, I, I think it's one of those things that like, I feel great about the coaching that I provide and the space I hold. And yeah. I feel like I've probably really only fully integrated like even a fifth of what I've learned from you so far, right? Because I'm still integrating it. I'm still learning it. And so I think that's always the process for us. But I think that, you know, I can just say working with you in this container and in this program has been so helpful for me to understand at a deeper level for sure myself and my clients and how to more clearly help them with things that come up. And I don't even feel like I can really articulate how beneficial working with you has been because I came to you at a time when I really needed it personally, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah, I've just, of course, loved having you in in this program. And it's been so fun to, when you are able to pop on the group calls, it's been mm-hmm. really fun as well because Molly and I can, we, we like to chat and mm-hmm. talk with mm-hmm. each other. And I just love your soul so much. And you're such a visionary. You are incredibly gifted at what you do. And so it's, to me, it's just so sacred to see other coaches out there who just take this work so seriously, you know, yes. like, hey, yes. these, are, these are lives, like, these are lives, these are souls. How can we support yes. Yes. These, these human souls, right? And so, yes. Anyway, I just can't wait to see what what you continue to keep doing with all the work that you're doing. But I did want to yeah. say before we jump off, what else do you want us to know about you? Like for people who don't know exactly what type of coaching you do. Yeah. And yeah. I just, I, I want to speak to that. And I, but I also just want to say, kind of reiterate that I know I feel so grateful that I listened to that call to, to work with you because <laughs> I feel like, you know, the space that you create Lindsay is so, I mean, I do think it's a sacred space when we're working with another human being, a soul exploring, you know, just their life and, and feelings and experiences and all this. I feel like I'm, I'm kind of losing my ability to clearly articulate this, but I just think it's so important to pay attention, everyone listening, pay attention to what you feel called to. And especially if people are feeling called to this work, because I know, Lindsay, that you you really are on a mission to expand so that the world is trauma-informed, right? To heal yeah. souls like globally. And I just think it's a beautiful thing. And I can just say that for me, I've experienced tremendous healing, even though I came to this, you know, obviously in large part to serve my clients better and to increase my knowledge, which I'm continuing to do. But the healing space that it is, is just phenomenal and just a huge gift. So I wanted to mention that and just thank you for that. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah. I received that. Yeah. And it's like, that's the goal. Is there anything else that you would want to share with us about you or the importance of being trauma-informed to support your clients or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I know for me, I started out as just doing cognitive work as a coach. And it became very clear to me very quickly that I needed to expand that. So what I would say is like, whatever line of work, I'm sure you have a lot of coaches following you. 
but just the importance of really expanding your knowledge base and especially, yeah, being trauma-informed, understanding what's behind the actions that, you know, people are taking. And really, I think we can't, we can't ever learn enough about how to support our clients and the people in our lives emotionally. I think we have so much to learn. And I think it's some of the most important work for sure. Yeah. And there's so much that we can do to support them. You know, yes, the thing too, that I really like to help people who don't even know, don't know too much about trauma to focus on is like, and there's a lot, like the more, you know, the more you actually realize you can do, but it also just makes it really clear and easy for you when, when it makes sense to bring in conjunctive support. So yes, a hundred percent. Molly, it's been amazing. I feel like I could talk to you for another two hours, but we'll I know. We'll let everyone go get back to their lives. <laughs> we'll just have to do a part two. Yeah, I would uh, love it. But okay. thank you so much for being on here today and take care, okay? Thank you so much, Lindsay. So good to be with you. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Masterful Coach Podcast. Are you ready to build your amazing business with Molly as your coach? Check out www.mollyclair.com to find out about Masterful Coach Foundations and the 10K Accelerator Method. It's the ultimate support for you as a coach building your ideal life and business.